0: You're listening to Brand Astrology, a podcast dedicated to helping creative women build cosmically good brands. I'm your host Lizzie Campbell, a brand strategist and designer, blogger, content creator, and coffee enthusiast. Ten years ago, I started a blog on the floor of my college dorm room and turned it into my full-time design studio and a network of over 50,000 friends and followers before my 25th birthday. And now I'm here to help you do the same. Ready to start your brand journey? Let's get to it! I'm your host Lizzie Campbell, and today I have a super exciting interview episode with Emmy DeLeon Jones of Emmy Genation. Emmy is a graphic designer and Pinterest guru. She started working long term with brands like Anthropology, just from pinning her work to Pinterest. And today she's gonna share some insider tips on how you can make Pinterest work for you. Okay, so I am here with Emmy of Emmigenation. How are you today?
1: Hi, I'm good. And I am just so happy that you said my brand name right. I have a lot of people that don't know how to say it. So that was really like nice. (laughs) Good. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to lie. I practiced that because (laughs) I got to get this right. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't resist a good pun. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's super fun. So thank you so much for being here with me. First of all, I'm super excited to chat with you about Pinterest and all that good stuff.
1: Of course. Yeah. I'm excited to be here.
0: Good. Well, so why don't you tell me just a little bit more about yourself and
1: your business? Like how did you get started on this journey and all that good stuff? Yeah. So it's – I'm going to try and summarize it because I feel like I've been doing this for like over 10 years now and it seems like – you know, it hasn't been that long, but mm-hmm. once you start counting, you're like, oh, I guess I have. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I was actually born and raised in Mexico. Um. And I kind of started in marketing when I went to college mm-hmm. and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not for me. I loved art. And I loved all of that. And it was just kind of soul crushing to be in business classes. Like I hated Mm. that, which is ironic because I ended up being an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, long story short, I kind of wanted to do design and I heard of this summer program in LA. And so I kind of applied for a visa and I ended up going to college in LA for graphic design. And then I have the same kind of story as any other entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You know, you go into the nine to five, you're in the cubicle, (laughs) you're doing soul crushing work for big Mm -hmm. brands. And so I just kind of started to freelance on the side. And this was back in like 2012. Mm -hmm. And I started freelancing. And when I say freelancing is um, I started doing things for my aunts. (laughs) And just family members, just mm-hmm. anybody that would give me a job. Sure. Um, my first paycheck was actually a Kate Spade bag by one of my aunts. Like, it hey, wasn't that's even awesome. Money, like <laughs> but I was very excited. I still yeah. have that bag because it's uh. kind of like it was like my first real quote unquote job. Mm-hmm. And then I think I started to get a little frustrated with not getting clients, and I'm still at this desk job. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember I got engaged and I was going to go through the whole wedding process. And I said, I do not want to have this desk job forever. And I want to enjoy this time in my life. Mm -hmm. So with no backup plan, I just kind of quit (laughs) and said, I'm going to freelance full time. Mm -hmm. And, um, what happened was obviously I heard crickets and, nobody was kind of contacting me. I don't even think I had a website to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I had a Behance um oh, yeah. account which kind of attracted some people, but you know, it wasn't really a big deal. It was mm-hmm. like $300 here or there for a logo, which by the way, nobody should do that. Do not charge $300 <laughs> for a logo. We've all um, been there. <laughs> But that's kind of how my freelancing journey started and mm-hmm. um, I think after a year of trying and failing, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to design because I miss designing and I've been like freelancing for these little kind of um, clients that wanted just a one-off thing. So mm-hmm. I just wanted a big project. I was craving creativity mm-hmm. and I had this idea. <laughs> to do some packaging for soaps. Why soaps? I don't know. But at this point I was like, I want to create some beautiful packaging. And so I remember I went to Whole Foods and I bought some marbled soaps. And I went home, I designed, I printed, I glued, I photographed, I did the whole thing. Um, This was before I knew about (laughs) mock-ups. Again, this was like, I think at this point it was like 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did it. I did this passion project, which at the time I didn't know it was a passion project. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I want to design. And I didn't know what to do with it. Again, no website. So I posted it on Behance. And then I was like, huh, I think I'm going to put it on Pinterest. Again, Mm -hmm. no website. (laughs) So I did. I put it up on Pinterest and kind of started to do that. Just do passion projects and post Mm -hmm. them on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. First one was the soap one, but it was kind of like, I have no clients and I have all this time and I really want to have this business for myself. I don't want to go back to the nine to five. And so I kind of pushed myself to create work and Pinterest was kind of like my outlet, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, and then, after three months of consistently kind of putting things out there, I got an email from Anthropology, which is <laughs> amazing and insane. And I just remember that pinch me moment. Oh but that God. kind of everything um, started falling into place after mm. I started doing that. And that's how my business actually, in my view, became legitimate. And mm-hmm. became a real thing when I started landing those clients through this what I used to call fake work and now I call <laughs> passion project. Yeah, um, but that's kind of the gist of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so so awesome. Um, I cannot imagine like getting an email from Anthropology and being like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to double check that email because I kept kind of looking at it and being like, at Anthropology, like, is this real? Like, I yeah. Second guessing myself that it was like a spam or prank or one uh-huh. of those like weird emails, but no, it was.
0: So, did you kind of have that some sort of like light bulb moment where you realized that like Pinterest was, you know, the platform that you wanted to focus on, or did that kind of just happen gradually as you fell into it? I know you've talked before about how Instagram just kind of wasn't working for you, and that's when you kind of pivoted to focusing on Pinterest more full time.
1: Yeah, um, it did happen kind of gradually, like you said. Um, I think after the big anthro story or anthro shock, (laughs) (laughs) um, I kind of pivoted towards Instagram a little bit um, Mm -hmm. and I started posting work and trying to figure that out, but it just ultimately burned me out. Mm -hmm. Um, And while I was doing that, I started getting more leads and inquiries that were like, where did you find me? Pinterest. Or I would get DMs on Instagram from other designers or other people, creatives, that would Mm -hmm. say, hey, I found you on Pinterest. But they were DMing me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like where the little light bulb moment happened where I was like, huh. If people are finding me on Pinterest and then moving from Pinterest t- to my site or to my Instagram, then there has to be something here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how that started.
0: I guess in your opinion, like what would be some tips that you had for a designer or a creative entrepreneur who you know wants to get started using Pinterest more strategically for their business and seeing that that same kind of results? Like what are like the top three things that they should do?
1: Well, I think the first thing is to start treating it like a business tool because the first thing I see, and, and I used to do this, is you use Pinterest for personal inspiration. Like mm-hmm. you have a food board and you have your wedding inspo or like if you're decorating your house, like you're mm-hmm. using it for personal um, reasons. And then when you want to start using it for your business, it's kind of like a mixed bag of, is this a business account? Is mm-hmm. this like your own thing? And you really want to treat Pinterest as an extension of your brand. So if someone were to come to your Pinterest and then to your website or vice versa, it kind of has to look and feel the same. So mm-hmm. the first tip is to really take inventory of your Pinterest account and look at your boards and see which ones would serve your niche, your client, your audience, and which ones are kind of just for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And maybe make those boards secret if you want to keep them, but really see Pinterest through the lens of your clients and what would make them kind of connect with you and see you as an expert. So that would be tip number one, Mm -hmm. kind of overhaul your Pinterest profile. Um, tip number two is to be consistent, um, with posting your own content. So if a designer has a lot of, um, logos and, and branding and packaging that are not on Pinterest, then get it on Pinterest (laughs) because, um, that's the way that people are going to be seeing your work. Um, again, if you're using it for personal reasons, you kind of want to start creating that content, um, That links back to your business. And Mm -hmm. the longer one piece of content is on Pinterest, the more people are going to see it. Um, it's actually quite the opposite with Instagram where you post something and it kind of has a lifeline of what, like maybe 72 hours where Mm -hmm. people are liking and seeing it. Whereas content that you post on Pinterest is evergreen. Um, meaning that it's just going to be there forever and always show up on search results. So The sooner you can get a pin on Pinterest that links back to your website, the more traction it's going to get. And then I guess tip number three is to start really niching. Um, And I know a lot of people talk about this. I know a lot of designers and entrepreneurs are like niche, niche, niche. Mm -hmm. And it is so true for Pinterest because if you think about it, People go to Pinterest like it's Google, but it's visual. So it's like the perfect tool for a designer. So if you are an expert in, let's say, designing show it websites, or you're an expert in packaging, then you want your Pinterest to really showcase that. You really, really, really want to be an expert in one field because that will really kind of maximize the leads you get from Pinterest. And I've seen this a lot. Um, Just imagine what you type into the Pinterest search bar when you want a recipe. Like maybe you're typing in vegan, um, I don't know, casseroles. (laughs) Um, And you're going to want to find a site that's just about vegan recipes. You're not going to go to a person that's just kind of all over the place. Same thing for design. If I'm a new business and I'm in the wellness industry, I kind of want to vibe with a designer that's into wellness too. And so Mm -hmm. you want your Pinterest to be niched is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Yeah. and it really does. It, it's kind of like awesome to see how once you niche your growth on Pinterest and, you know, wherever else mm-hmm. really starts maximizing. So those would be my top three kind of tips with whoever wants to start with Pinterest.
0: Yeah. The niching is so important because I think it's something that a lot of people kind of resist, and I know I definitely have. I honestly think I could niche down even further, but (laughs) it's something that I think as creatives, we're like afraid to box ourselves in, but it seriously does do like wonders for growth and inquiries and stuff like that. So that's definitely a good tip. What would you say are some like common misconceptions or myths that you see about Pinterest often?
1: The first one is that it is social media. Um, Pinterest is not social media. It is a search engine. Um, I think that because Pinterest kind of came out or started getting popular when Instagram and Facebook, people just kind of lumped it in Mm -hmm. with social media, but it's not. It's totally a search engine, which means that somebody that's looking for a specific type of design will find you. So that's kind of like a a misconception. Another one is that um, your work will get lost in kind of like the sea of the grid that is Mm. Pinterest. But I have found personally that if you have a good aesthetic and style and you keep it, you know, keep it simple stupid, it will mm-hmm. stand out. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't had any issues with, you know, getting no traffic to my site or no click throughs um, because of the way kind of you position your design. Uh, plus, Pinterest is really a mixed bag. Like you'll see really gorgeous designs and then you'll see something that's super overly designed with a bunch Mm -hmm. of fonts and a bunch of photos and so really it's more of like there's an opportunity for you to stand out Mm -hmm. because of that if that makes sense yeah Uh, yeah so those are kind of like the two most common Mm -hmm. yeah it always
0: it it does seem like there's so many I don't want to say ugly but like there's so many (laughs) I didn't want
1: to say ugly either
0: (laughs) Just go ahead and say, it. I see a lot of really, uh, I'm assuming not done by designers, um, things on Pinterest that get a ton of like traction. So I really do think that's a good point. Is you know if you if you have a great portfolio, if you you know are doing great design work, you actually are going to stand out more because you know there's, there's a lot yeah. of yeah not so not so attractive things. Yeah. So I know that you have your course Pinterest for designers um, for. The audience, I've actually taken that. It is fantastic. It is like totally revolutionized my workflow and my business. So um, definitely check that out. And I know you have like a free training too. Do you want to share like info about that?
1: Yeah, um, I have a free Pinterest masterclass for whoever wants to kind of get started. It goes through the basics to help you kind of switch that mindset of how to use Pinterest. It goes through a little bit of SEO, which is very important. Um, and you can go to it through my website, which is imageination.com, or you can just go to Pinterest for designers dot That's really long. Um, maybe we can just link it. Yeah. Yep. We'll link all this stuff in the um, show notes. Definitely. To it's totally free and it is, um, going to walk you through everything you need to know, even if you've never used Pinterest for a business in your life. Awesome. Yeah, definitely check
0: that out because Emmy is the real deal and knows what she's talking about. So um,
1: other than that, where else can we find you online?
0: Obviously, Pinterest.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you can follow me on Pinterest or Instagram. I'm actually back active on Instagram after mm-hmm. taking a very long detox <laughs> from it, but all of my uh, – you can find me through at on all of them.
0: Awesome. And we'll link those below as well so you can go check out her fabulous work. So thank you so much for being with me. This
1: was a really great conversation. I love Pinterest. I know, me too. It really is like a designer's playground. It's yeah. aesthetically pleasing without, you know, those really ugly ones. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we don't talk about that. <laughs> I know. I find myself like going to search for things on Pinterest way more often than I do on Google anymore nowadays.
1: Yeah, it's just visual. And I mean, what are designers if not visual?
0: Thank you so much for listening to Brandstrology. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at asteriastudio.co and find us online at www.asteriastudio.co. Links are in the description. And if you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or just shared the show with someone who might like it. See you next week.